Hi, I'm Maria Theohara Silvello Sows on social media. Welcome back to So Over 50 podcast on So Organized Style. Grab a cuppa and relax with us. I've got a standing up dress form. This one particular make, it looked amazing on the dress form, but then when I actually got it on me, on my seated figure, it was really, really not working for me. And it made me think that moving forward, I'm only ever gonna get successful makes if my dress form is seated. Well, I looked and I looked and I couldn't find a seated dress form anywhere. I even looked at maybe even chopping mine in half and moving it around. And then almost kind of by magic, I saw a post that Mimi Clins had posted that they were actually doing 3D scanning of bodies. And I thought, do you know what? That would really work for me. But they didn't mention anything about a seated dress form. And so I contacted them and said, look, would you? make me a seated dress form and I said well we've never done it. Today Yvonne has a good news story about her seated dress form experience. That's what this episode is about as well as her experience as a guest editor for So Over 50. Thanks for coming back to Soul Gunnar's Style podcast today. Special shout out to our podcast Patreon supporters for their ongoing monthly support that allows me to keep producing this podcast for free. On today's podcast, I wanted to make sure that people understand that last year you did something groundbreaking for the seated community. Would you like to talk to us about this? Yeah, it kind of came about organically. I had made a dress that really didn't work for me being seated in my chair and I found it very, very upsetting. And I realised that the way I had been sewing and had managed quite Okay, up to that point, I've got a standing up dress form. This one particular make, it looked amazing on the dress form. But then when I actually got it on me, on my seated figure, it was really, really not working for me. And it made me think that moving forward, I'm only ever going to get successful makes if my dress form is seated. Well, I looked and I looked and I couldn't find a seated dress form anywhere. I even looked at maybe even chopping mine in half and moving it around. And then almost kind of by magic, I saw a post that Mimi Quinns had posted that they were actually doing 3D scanning of bodies. And I thought, do you know what? That would really work for me. But they didn't mention anything about a seated dress form. And so I contacted them and said, look, would you? make me a seated dress form and they said well we've never done it we don't really see any reason why we couldn't but we can't promise that we're going to be able to you know we're willing to try but really we, we just don't know whether it's going to work fortunately I'd got a holiday coming up and it was very close to where they're based so we managed to tie the two in I went and had a wonderful day with them we did a scanning session and pretty soon after they started scanning they said yeah you know we think this wow. is going to work yeah. oh do you know it was the best I am totally excited about getting this mannequin because the difference it's going to make I will know instantly when I'm putting fabric on my dress form that is going to work for me in my wheelchair and they're making me a dress form that I can actually put in my chair so quite often I sew in the chair that I'm in at the moment which is a swivel chair which means that I can actually put the dress form in whatever I'm making in my chair so I can see instantly how it's going to look in my chair so that is just the best thing ever so I've got it on a stand so I can work on it when I'm doing blouses but when I actually want to see how it's going to look 
I can plonk her in the chair and I will know instantly. So it'll stop all of that, something not being successful. I won't be wasting fabric and I won't be wasting my time and my effort or get myself upset because the make hasn't worked. So for me, it's oh, it's just the best thing. And then I realised, well, if it's such a big thing to me, is going to be a big thing to everybody else and now Mimi Quinn's are going to provide seated mannequins and I think there's a real need for it out there and I said I haven't found another company anywhere that was actually offering seated mannequins. So how did you find Mimi Quinn? I just saw a post on Instagram someone had just had their 3D scanning session I can't even remember who it was or whether it was actually a Mimi Quinn's post because I hadn't really, I mean, it's only quite recently that they've actually started making their, their, doing their 3D scanning. I couldn't find up to that point anybody who did 3D scanning in the UK. I know they do it in the States, but I just couldn't find anybody in the UK that was doing that and certainly nobody that was doing a, a seated version. So it's just kind of, I think the planets have aligned. Yeah. <laughs> We've kind of found each other at the right time. It was just I was looking for it and they were just starting out doing it. So for them to be able to do it and then be able to offer it to other people as well, it's a really big thing and it we can't wait for mine to arrive. Can you just describe what it is you will be receiving? It's going to look exactly like a normal dress form, except it's going to be sat down. It will come on a stand, but the stand can be removed so that I can plonk her on the <laughs> table to work on. Or I can put her in my wheelchair, wherever yeah. I want her, really, whatever's easiest for me. They're really quite lightweight, so it does make it easier for me manoeuvring her around. That was another important thing for me. I didn't want anything that was too heavy. So, yeah, she's going to look exactly like a normal mannequin. The thing we've had an issue with, well, not an issue, but we've had to really work on, is when I'm in my chair, my thighs are actually compressed a little bit. I'm not just sat in a wide chair. My chair does actually right. hold me in. And so they've had to work on the dress form to make sure that the dress form fits in my wheelchair. So my thighs are slightly on the dress form, smaller than they are in real life. But that's so that I can make sure I can fit it in the wheelchair. And I know exactly how much. It's only like a couple of centimetres off each thigh. But then I know exactly what has been taken off so that I can put that back on if I'm making trousers. For instance, so yeah, it looks just like a normal dress form. It's cut off sort of just above the knee, but it means that I've got the shoulders, the bust, and the tummy and the hips. And it's generally the hips that we have a problem with. And I can actually see instantly how it's going to look on me. It's amazing. I was just thinking on a store bought mannequin, you can pin fabric onto the mannequin. Will you be able to do that too? Yeah, yeah, she can pin and oh. you can iron as well. It's like the, the mannequin of dreams. <laughs> it is really, really robust. So I will be able to drape on it. I will be able to properly pat. I mean, I tissue fit. That's how I fit initially before we, we sort out the fabric. So I'll be able to tissue fit straight onto the mannequin, make sure everything's right, then do the fabric. So it's just going to be... I can't tell you how much of a difference it's going to make, how much easier it's going to make everything for me. I can already feel how it's going to make a big difference <laughs> to your sewing journey. Yeah. yeah. From a, an energy perspective, the satisfaction of make, the whole process is going to be transformed by the mannequin. So 
I can't wait to get it and then I can't wait to start showing people just how easy it is for me now to sew compared to how it was before. Mimi Quinn has covered off on making sure that it's something that reflects what your body shape is when you're in your chair that you can use it so that you can pin the way you would normally drape fabric onto a mannequin and also it's going to be lightweight so that you can move it from the chair to the table in your sewing room it's really well thought out I'd given a lot of thought to what it was I actually needed my biggest thing was where are they going to put the pole (laughs) because it's so easy when you stood up you can put a pole in the leg but when you're seated I was thinking about how's it going to work with the pole if I want to make trousers or if I want to make a dress and how is this actually going to work and then we realized that the mannequin would have to move off the pole so that maybe I could put it on a table or put it in a chair and that's how that came about so I'd already thought about that a lot before I got to see them and we had quite a laugh about where the pole was going to go very much boils down to the center of gravity so it's making sure that the nice stable dress form it's not going to fall over so it doesn't always go exactly where you think you would put a pole it's actually that mimikins can actually run it in their program to know the best place that I suppose for everyone they make it's probably going to be slightly different because I've got a very large tummy at the front which removes my centre of gravity it's probably like a pregnant lady I suppose which is why a lot of pregnant ladies fall so you need to judge each person individually and then also my requirements for my chair are probably different to other wheelchair users and that's the beauty of what mimikins do they can actually make sure that everything is exactly for that person. I know that some companies would charge you much extra for doing that. Mimi Quinn's don't, which is lovely because they don't make you feel as if you're different to anybody else. It's just all very much tailored for you, but in a really positive way. From the way you're describing your experience, it's been really positive, really, really positive. Yeah. Yeah. They are such lovely people and they are so accommodating and we had so much fun. And they're just so upfront that they won't tell you they can do something if they can't. And they make it very clear, you know, what the realms of possibility are and what, you know, what is actually realistic and what isn't. And I love that about them. They they didn't give me the hard sell and say, yeah, come on down. Of course, we can do that for you. They were totally honest and said, look, come down. We will do our very best, but we can't promise that it's going to work. And that was really refreshing. I like that. They sound like a nice company to work with when you want that mimicking to be a reflection of who you are right now. Yeah, I think as a sewer, to actually have a dress form that represents your shape, you can never get, I mean, I've padded my, (laughs) if you can see what I've done to my dress form to try and make it look like me, you go to such extremes, padding it out and, You can never get it exactly to be you. Whereas when you're 3D scanned, that is what you get. And it's quite sobering when those scans come through to actually see what you really look like. But that is what you want. You want a complete representation of your body. You want it to be you so that when you're actually making garments, you know that you're getting that. Because people have to make adjustments for sway back, for full bust. Well, if you've got a dress form that is exactly you, that makes it so much easier. And again, you're not going to have to go through the process of like ripping your clothes Mm. off all the time to make sure that 
it fits because you just do it on your mannequin and that for anybody has got to be time saving so I don't think it is just for disabled people I think the whole concept is is incredible sounds really great very positive and you get something that you can use straight away yeah yeah that's great now that you've been on Instagram for a while and we've discovered you how did you discover the Cyber 50 community I'll be honest, I just kept seeing it pop up on posts all the time. And I was like, why is this so over 50? Why is everybody doing this? So I did a bit of research and then I thought, yeah, that's, you know, that's a really, really good idea. Because I think in a way, older people generally are very similar to disabled people in that you do tend to become invisible. And I think it's really important to show people that you are still valued. You know, you are still out there. Um, you do want people to actually notice what you're doing. You have still got a contribution. And so I think it's really, really important that that hashtag is there and that community is there. And it also acts as a support network in a way. It means that you've got other people that are over 50 that can actually you know, show you what they're doing. And it's mm. inspiring. I think it's a wonderful thing to be part of. And by the time this podcast goes out, you will have done your first guest post for Sabbath 50. What was that like to create? That was so exciting. It was a wonderful opportunity and it felt really good to actually be contributing to the Sober 50 community. It's a post that's really something I feel passionate about. So that was lovely as well to be able to merge the two things together. So yeah, it was very exciting for me. More people will get to see you and what it is that you're passionate about because, you know, there's so many people on the account and it'll be on the grid as well. So it's not just a story. It's on the grid for Cyber 50. And that's why I wanted to make sure that your photo was the first photo because that's what people will see for that guest post. I was so like trying to promote people that have really done a lot for, you know, showing their seated yeah. images. I never forget myself. <laughs> I'm really pleased that you said okay, <laughs> because that's, a, you know, a nice way for us on Sober 50 to make sure that guest editors are always seen on the grid because that's what people find when they look for Cyber 50 on Instagram. Yeah, that is just brilliant. And I could never get my message out there as well as you possibly can, because like you say, the amount of visibility that you have, and it's a unique opportunity for me to actually say to everybody, hey guys, could you just do this, please, please? I would never manage that on my own. So I'm really, really grateful that you've managed to give me this opportunity because hopefully now it will start to make people think. So yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for doing the guest post and also for coming onto the podcast and for making sure that you're part of the larger voice in the community because you are it's really strange the support that I've received it, it, it kind of it was never intentional it's just that's what I say I feel like I'm on this big roller coaster and it's just washing along so fast at the moment everything's changing so quickly but it feels so good to actually feel that I am making a difference and people understand pretty much what I do now and understand what I'm trying to achieve and that's just incredible I'm so grateful for that and my followers just keep going up and up and up and every day it's like oh my goodness <laughs> um, it's, it's really if you just told me two years ago that this is what was going to be happening I would never have believed you so yeah it's very exciting at the moment oh, now Yvonne where can people find you online I'm always under at the wheelie stitcher so on Instagram on Facebook 
there are a couple of videos on YouTube. There will be more this year, I promise. Yeah. And I've also got a blog. I've got a website, and that's just wheeliestitcher.co.uk. And I try and put everything that you see on that blog. And there's also a bit more explanation about things. If you want to listen to me waffle a bit more, then go to the blog, because there's always far more on the blog than there is on the actual socials. And we can always find you on the Minerva site as brand ambassador. Yes, on the Minerva site as well. You'll find there are things on Minerva that you may not see that are on the socials as well. So it's always worth actually checking out the the Minerva site because you will find extra content on there that isn't necessarily on the socials. Was there anything else that you wanted to cover that we haven't covered? I've got things this year that I want to cover. One of the things I want to talk about is equipment and how to make sewing actually easier and show people how I sew. So that's something that I will be doing quite shortly talking about different methods making things easier when you're sewing a lot of people ask me how do you sew if your legs don't work very well and it's like well I don't use a foot pedal I use it on my knee at the side of my cupboard and it's things like that that people tend to be a bit fascinated by and just different little things that I do that make it easier to sew so that's probably my next big thing is trying to show people the ways that you can still sew when you've got a disability so that it might help them to start sewing again or help them to feel that they can tackle a project that perhaps didn't want to do before. And I think once you've done a couple of those and you're happy, what happens is is that as long as people know that this is what you've provided, it helps raise the searchability of what it is you've done. Yeah, it's about being a part of making my life better and more enjoyable and keeping me well really that's what sewing is for me it's my health and it's helping other people that's what it's about yeah exactly it's good to be able to provide information and ideas so that if someone's in the same situation or is helping someone else in a similar situation they have a reference point that they can then work from rather than they're not starting from scratch the biggest kick i get of people contacting me and saying, oh, you, you, I've seen your blog and it's been so helpful or you've yep. inspired me or really wanted to make that but I haven't got the confidence but I've seen you make it and now I'm going to make it. That makes me so happy. <laughs> I can't tell you the joy I get from those kind of messages. In a way, that's the business, that's the payment. It's the knowing that someone else has actually, I've been of value to them and I've made things easier for them. So in a way, I suppose that is a kind of business. It's just a different kind of payment. Yeah, it's good. Oh, that's great. Well, Yvonne, thank you so much for being very brave and coming on to your very first podcast. It's been lovely to meet you face to face. And I know that listeners are going to really enjoy hearing your story. Oh, thank you. It's been so lovely to actually get to, to I feel like I'm meeting you, even though it's, <laughs> it's just through the computer, but it is so lovely to actually do this. And thank you once again for the opportunity. I really, really appreciate it. You're more than welcome. And you're always welcome to come back on the podcast. I hope you decide to post seated photos of your makes on social media this year. Seated photos are really helpful for people who want to make clothes that look good on them when they're seated. In future episodes, we'll get to hear from the makers of Mimi Quinn so we can find out what influenced them to develop seated mannequins in a world where we've only ever used mannequins that are in a standing position. I hope you'll keep an ear out for this episode. Special thanks to Yvonne for being on two episodes of So Organised Style Podcast and for also being a guest editor on Sober 50's Instagram account. This episode of Sober 50 Podcast on Soul Organised Style was produced by me, Maria Theoharis, 
with permission of Yvonne, the wheelie stitcher on social media. Sound by bensound.com. Again, many thanks to the ongoing support of the podcast Patreon contributors. Their ongoing monthly support enables me to develop this podcast for free. Make sure you direct message Sandy and the editors at Sober50 on Instagram to contribute to the ongoing posts and challenges the team promotes to the sewing community of over 48,000 followers. You can subscribe to Sewer and Self Podcast, but with an S, not a Z, on all good podcast apps. Make sure you go back and listen to our free Sober 50 podcast archive on Soul Gunnar Style Podcast. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.